Hi, and welcome to the Sales Enablement Pro Podcast. I am Shauna Samawang. Sales enablement is a constantly evolving space, and we're here to help professionals stay up to date on the latest trends and best practices so they can be more effective in their jobs. I'd, I'd love to start, though, just by having you introduce yourself and your role in your company. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Nicola Bain. I am the uh, Global Sales Director at InfoVista. InfoVista uh, supports network optimization for communication service providers, uh, such as the Vodafone's AT&Ts of this world, uh, and also uh, large enterprises such as McDonald's, Porsche, and so forth. Excellent. And, and what does sales enablement look like at your organization? Um, Sales enablement at InfoVista is, well, InfoVista is a small organization. You know, we have less than a thousand employees globally, 350 salespeople uh, made up of account executives, technical salespeople and channel salespeople. So that's who we support. I, I report directly into our CEO, who is currently our acting chief of sales. And my role is very much about alignment to the business, to the, the, the priorities and initiatives of our business, which is all about growth, revenue growth. And so everything that I do is in complete alignment with our CEO and our executive committee. Excellent. And what are the key components of a successful sales enablement function? And what do you see to be enablement's core responsibilities? Um, for a successful sales enablement function, for me, it's about working with key stakeholders um, across the business, across the sales organization, product management, marketing. Um, and sometimes that goes into the, the research and development area as well. It's about, it's about alignment to the business. Um, it's about agreeing what the priorities and the initiatives are and then executing on those. It's not doing anything in isolation. It's it's absolutely hand in glove working with the business. Um, and because sales enablement within InfoVista is a very, very small team, our scope is very wide. So we're all about, um, I guess our key programs are about the value proposition, both um, external communications as well as internally. It, we support HR with regards to attracting, hiring and retaining talent. It's about working on a simplistic and motivational compensation plan. It's about training. It's about enabling the sales organization, not just to be productive, but effective. And we do that via our sales methodology and territory planning. Um, onboarding, end-to-end -end onboarding. Um, and a big part of my role is also sales communication and culture change. And that's culture change specifically is quite slow, but, uh, but, it's, but it's a big and important part. If you don't mind, I'd like to deviate from the questions a little bit because you mentioned uh, talent and, and retention, retainment of your sales reps. Can you talk to me a little bit about some of the things that you've done as an enablement function to ensure that your reps are, are happy and, and stay with the company as, as long as they should? It's something we've just started working on. Um, we had a new CEO start at the beginning of this year. So things are changing for us. Um, but it's first of all, it's about working out who these key players are 
in our business. Um, and it's about understanding what they're good at and, and how we can make them more effective and more efficient in their role. And it's it's working closely with them. I mean, when I sort of think about the work that I've been doing over the past sort of eight to 10 weeks, um, it's, I, you know, I've spent one-on-one time interviewing them, understand, you know, having those conversations, understanding what's important to them. Um, you know, our President's Club, our Winner's Circle is a huge motivator for them. Um, you know, as is getting the comp plan right. Our compensation plan hasn't been right. It's been complex. It's we've had to, you know, we've been trying to make them jump through too many hoops of fire. And so we're working now to simplify that. So as of first of July, our new plans in place is going to, they're going to understand it. They're going to understand how to to to, to get their accelerators and so that it can be motivational. Excellent, excellent. The other thing that you mentioned was sales communications and culture. And I think culture is really important to me, particularly mm-hmm. when it comes to an organization that is, is growing or scaling. How are you guys, what are you guys doing to retain your culture within your organization? For us, it's less about retaining and more about creating a new culture, a winning culture, a culture that doesn't aim to hit their quota. It's a culture that aims to overachieve their quota. Um, and that's that. That's a lot of effort, and it's not just my effort. It's effort of all of the leaders across our business working towards the same goals. It's about us making sure that we are joined up with our messaging, that our messaging is consistent and it's repetitive. You know, we just we just repeat and repeat the same messaging across, so that so that we get the message across. It's it's a difficult process changing culture, but it, you know, bit by bit it does change. I mean, when we sort of think of where we are now to where we were six months ago and 12 months ago, we're in a different, better place now, which is exciting for InfoVista. Absolutely. And, and on the on the topic of change, how do you feel, uh, generally speaking, the sales environment is changing and how has that affected the responsibility of your sales reps? For me, there's a lot of information available for customers on the internet. So they um, they're doing their research before they reach out, um, and when they do reach out, they 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 generally have a solution in mind. Um, but of course, the information that they're accessing, of course, is is not unbiased, um, and it's not always clear. Um, about the the pitfalls um, of of various solutions, and I'm talking about direct competition, but alternative solutions as well, and it, and that can be really really confusing. Um, and I think what's important um, for the way that salespeople react to that is that the seller needs to really understand the client's reason for change and what their Nirvana ideal solution looks like. Um, not trying to sort of put a square peg into a round hole to really sort of think if you had the perfect solution, what would it look like? Um, and then trying to work from there. Um, it, it, it's, it, it, and, and, and certainly it's really important that the sales reps are credible, that they know their solutions, they know the problems that their customers face so that they can together work with the customer to work on the best deal. Um, and there's a lot of pressure on on budgets within organizations Um, and those budgets are going to be allocated to fixing the big problems 
um, you know, nowadays selling software as a nice to have, it's just not happening. When I think, you know, I'm a buyer of software and I'm only going to go through the pain of buying and uh, software and and maintenance and and integration, everything like that, if the problem's worse than this, less, more painful than the solution. So it's really important that we are attaching our solutions to the biggest problems, that we are helping the client understand the value, the quantified value, the return on investment to their business, working through with them on those numbers so they really understand what the value is to them. Um, and also, I, under, I, I believe that there's a lot more people involved in the buying process now. Um, and it's really important that salespeople are able to navigate the politics within an organization and cover off and be transparent and, and cover off all of those different stakeholders. Absolutely. At the Sales Enablement Soiree uh, in, in London, you spoke about the need for sales to get back to basics, to really understand mm. the customer's business problem and align solutions to create a sense of urgency. And, and you mentioned that just now as well. You know, What are some of the ways that sales enablement can help um, encourage that behavior, but also prepare their reps and, and, and arm them with a way in which they can create that sense of urgency within their existing deals? Mm-hmm. For me, this really aligns to sales methodology. And within InfoVista, we use we use value selling, um, and that is about aligning our sales, our approach to the sale around the customer's business issues and problems, their reason to change. Um, the solutions that InfoVista provides are very very complex and uh, and and the solutions are quite often unique to a particular customer um, so we need to understand the detail of the the customer's business now and in the future to work with them on the best solution um, and if the business issue and problem are not big enough the deal will progress too slowly or it may not close at all and therefore we're not working on the right deals so we've got to be really cognizant of attaching our focus and time and energy on the clients that have the biggest problems the ones that really need to change whether it's they need to break into new markets reduce opex whatever it might be for them we have to align to that um for us value selling is about it's not i guess it's 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 embedded all across our organization not just within our sales organization it's within our product management it's within marketing it's built into salesforce you know when our account uh, sorry when our um, executive committee go on client meetings you know it, it's what they use before they go into a meeting as a value prompter so it's really us being as proficient as we possibly can in the value selling process so that we can sell to the right customers at the right time Excellent, excellent. You you mentioned just a, a moment ago how important it is to be able to prepare your reps to go up against uh, their competition. What as a sales enablement function have you done to arm your reps within your organization? Understanding, working with product management and product marketing to understand what our differentiators are. And and I'm not just talking about the features and benefits and the capabilities here. I'm talking about what our differentiators enable a client's business to do that's different from um, our competitors. And, and that could be alternative solutions as well. So it's enabling them to have the, the bigger conversation because although we may have a differentiator, 
that may not be of value to a particular customer. So therefore, it's of no value. So we have to find out, you know, really what it is that the customer's looking for, you know, what their their ideal solution looks like, what the problems are, so that we can work with them on that best solution. And um, uh, you know, we have we have comparator guides, you know, we have we have all of that competitive intelligence. But the most powerful thing is is being able to have those those deep conversations with the customers about their problems and about their ideal solutions. Absolutely. That's right in line with value selling. Excellent. Well, you know, I, I'd love to also understand because you, you mentioned the cross functionality that's necessary in order for sales enablement to be successful, but what are, what are some things that you've done at InfoVista to collaborate across those departments and regions? I guess at InfoVista, you know, we are a small team. And I mentioned we have less than a thousand associates globally, um, but we are truly global. We're all working at different, different, in different time zones. But I guess because we're a small team, um, it means that we, we need each other. Um, and we all roll up our sleeves to get the work done. And so, I, you know, when I sort of think day to day, I'm I'm in contact with salespeople every day, with sales leaders every day, with our executive committee every day. It's just it's just part of, of what we do um, to, to to as a as a sort of as a whole company grow together. And, and, and I guess that culture really comes from the top. I mentioned we have a new leader. He's extremely collaborative, um, very, very open and transparent. He's he, he he's a salesperson. He has a sales background. That's how he thinks. And that's how our organization is changing. And, and that's what's really exciting. I would love to talk to you and understand um, some of the initiatives that you've been doing today. So I'd love to I'd love to see if there's two we could talk about, but let's start with one. Um, what has been your most impactful sales enablement initiative to date and why? Mm, the most impactful for me has been introducing the sales methodology because prior to this there was not one. Um, and InfoVista was um a number of businesses that had come together, but you know they had acquired you know a number of businesses, and and each of these businesses they weren't siloed; they were working together, but they were just all slightly doing things differently. So, mm-hmm. and this was one of the ways that we, um, we we built the business case for value selling was was to sort of have a common framework, have a common terminology across the business, so that all of our sellers and the supporting business units all use the same language. Um, so that was really important for us. Um, really, value selling is about, for us, uh, as a salesperson, it's about your number. So for us, value selling is about, obviously, getting as many yeses as we get. It's turning 50% of those no's into yeses. And it's about turning 50% of those no decisions into yeses. It's about improving our forecasting accuracy. It's about increasing our deal size, shortening the length of our sales cycles. It's about practically helping us win more. And that's what it's doing for our business. So that's been the most powerful thing for us. And could you talk to me a little bit about what it was like to manage um, that change management process, rolling out that that new process to your sales reps? How did you get them to widely accept and adopt it? 
First of all, it was it was getting the business, the execs, um, to understand what it was and why it was important. You know, value selling, part of the process about, is about quantifying the value to the business. So it was really important that I was able to quantify the value of value selling to our business, what it was going to do bottom line for us. And so uh, that took a long time. It uh, took a long time. So, but we managed to do that. Um, and when we... And you know, it's not—it's not inexpensive to make that commitment, um, you know, in the actual value selling methodology. But then, you know, obviously the whole training that goes in behind it—it's really, really costly. But if, but if your if your ROI, you know, calculation works out that it, it, you'd be mad not to do it. Um, we then um, we trained the executive co- committee. Um, so they didn't go through the full two days training course, but they did have training, uh, and then we rolled out to the management team. And then we rolled out to the next layer down, and then we rolled out to the global sales organisation. And at the and when we're rolling it out to the global sales organisation, the managers and the SVPs were there, were present, and were part of the training. Um, and we gave them exercises to to well to do before the training, um, e-value selling, uh, and then then things to do after the training. Um, we we have it's embedded into Salesforce.com, so we run reporting off it. Um, but it's also um, it it's part of our our, our review process. Uh, and I, I personally sit on two to three reviews, opportunity reviews every day. Um, and it's a big part of what we do. This is how we get the the no's to yeses and the no decisions to yeses. This is this is how it's done, and it's just it's embedded in what we do. And all we need to do now is just keep doing it and getting more and more proficient. It's amazing. It sounds like it's it's already been wildly successful. Mm. Yeah, I'd love. Um, do you have? Would you like to talk about another initiative that you've done at InfoVista, or, or just perhaps in a past life um, around sales enablement that's been really impactful to the business? Mm. The, another one that we have done at, at, at InfoVista is um, is an e-learning program. And in InfoVista, um, twelve months, eighteen months ago, we had. <clears throat> Less than five key channel partners, and it's one of our routes to market, and we were very reliant on those few partners. Um, and we have an area of our business, the SD-WAN area of our business, where we are, we have a very, very strong product, um, and we have some very key differentiators. And we knew that we needed to, to, to expand our channel business. And, and we've done that successfully. We've, we've brought, brought on a lot of, of new partners globally. Um, and we needed to enable those partners all around the world. Um, and we're talking thousands of salespeople globally. You know, we have a small team of, of channel account managers who whose role it is to bring on those partners, train the salespeople and, and help them with, with leads and, and all of that. And it's that's that's a that's a mammoth task to do that, and and we we're just not scale we we just weren't scalable to be able to do that. So we needed a solution, and so what um, what my team did was to build some e-learning, 
um, some sales e-learning, some pre-sales and some technical e-learning. Um, and so we, we, we built that with the help of our product management teams. Um, and we, we, we created that, that e-learning, uh, very interactive, blended e-learning, um, as fun as it possibly can be. And we've, we, we rolled that out to enable nearly 7,000 salespeople globally. And it's been a huge success. And, and of course, uh, the channel account team that we have is able to, you know, when, when they do give training now, everybody has a base level of knowledge that they can then expand on. And, and it means that the number of opportunities that we're now working with has just gone through the roof. And that's what's driving some of our business growth. Thanks for listening. For more insights, tips, and expertise from sales enablement leaders, visit salesenablement.pro. If there's something you'd like to share or a topic you want to know more about, let us know. We'd love to hear from you.